Hey guys, welcome to episode 24 of Small Talk with the podcast, the at-home series. I'm here with the gorgeous, stunning, great energy, Aubrey Winters. She is a Los Angeles-based fitness instructor, trainer, and creator of Sweat Sessions. And hi, Aubrey, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Of course. How's the weather in LA? It's, uh, well, we woke up to rain today, but it's um, been really, really warm. I've been back in LA for a week now. I was in Chicago for two months and obviously like I'm such a Cali West Coast girl. So I feed off of the sunshine and the warm weather. So it's been really nice being home and just like kind of getting back into like a semi-normal-ish groove of just being home and on the West Coast again. It's been awesome. Weather's been amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I'm in New York right now and like it, the weather's been very kind to us. Um, so that's awesome. But we, yeah. you travel a lot for your job. I mean, we met when you were doing classes at energy. So yeah, yeah. It's, city to city. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of my goal at the beginning of this year and even a little bit more t- like last year too, because I started not shifting out of teaching group fitness, but really trying to host more events. And I, I spent a week in New York back in August of last year and, um, I did an event with energy. I was kind of teaching like a little bit here and there. And I was like, I want to be traveling more, really getting to know like women in other communities and other cities. Mm-hmm. And um, then we of course met back in November when I was in New York for a month. And my goal at the beginning of this year was to really, really try to go to like Austin, Texas and Dallas and back to New York, Chicago, San Francisco, hosting more events and kind of traveling and doing um, this whole teaching thing. But obviously with the circumstances right now, it's kind of kept me in one place. I've been in Chicago for the last two months, but um, yeah, virtually it's been insane. I feel like I'm traveling because I'm like meeting people all over the world through these virtual classes right now. It's incredible. No, that's like the one cool part about all of this is that I'm getting to connect with people I might have not had the chance to. So yeah, it's been really cool. Yeah. I have to say about your class and I'm not just saying this because I'm doing an episode with you. I smiled throughout the entire (laughs) thing and had such, I like never felt that way in class before. I mean, I I had such genuine fun. I think I (laughs) so awesome, but we're going to get into your sweat sessions and all of that. But I always like to start back, like kind of your story. Where did you grow up? How did you come to be the person you are now? All of that. Yeah. Um, well, I'll start from the beginning. I uh, grew up in Kansas. I'm from Overland Park, Kansas. I lived there my entire life, pretty much. Um, went to high school, obviously there, and then over to University of Arizona for college. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a dancer my whole life, so very much so. My dad was an athlete, and I feel like the the fitness stuff was never really any like anything I ever enjoyed. It was more always on the dance side of things, but I think just like in terms of discipline and showing up and staying committed to the dance stuff, I really learned kind of that type of commitment that my dad had with sports through him and applied it to my dance life. So was a dancer my whole life and then um, went to University of Arizona for college, studied dance there and was kind of in this mode of like, do I want to do company work or do I want to go and try to do music videos and TV shows and tours and all that stuff. And obviously that's the route that I chose because it brought me out to LA. Um, So I've been out in LA since I graduated from U of A and it's been almost it's been nine, eight or nine years now and um, kind of transitioned into fitness after doing dance for a few years out here and just kind of realizing that like dance, I love it so much, but doing it competitively in the way that I was out in LA, it kind of sucked the fun out of it for me a little bit. And I didn't really do it anymore with passion. Everything felt like a competition. It felt really 
nitty gritty, you know, going to these auditions and trying to be something that deep down I, I wasn't and kind of trying to just throw myself into this scene all the time. And, um, I found fitness because I was like, I need something on the side to like, bring me a little bit of like money for one and for two, um, just fulfillment. And I started teaching at Pure Bar and, um, you know, did that for many years and then transitioned out of dance and kind of went into corporate fashion for a second. And it, it just all is so funny looking back throughout my twenties because I did so many different things and it all led me to creating my own concept, um, building this fitness brand, really finding myself, um, being able to fully be myself, full fulfillment and purpose through fitness. It's just it's been a journey, but it all led me to here, which is insane and so cool. So that's kind of the short story of it all. But yeah. But what you said, though, it, that's, I, that's a, such a common theme I hear of people like their side gig ends up becoming like their full time thing. It's because <laughs> yeah. when you do what you love, I mean, you're going to succeed at it. So the fact sure. that you felt you weren't you didn't you weren't fitting into this bubble that L.A. is is, you know, I think that's cool that you decide to like go your own route and do your own thing. Do you, yeah. do you have a specific moment where you're like, I, I just, I, I need to like quit and like do this full time? Yeah. So I was, um, you know, like I mentioned, I was teaching at Pure Bar for a long time and, um, I was kind of, I was still going to auditions and dancing on the side, but, um, I found that I felt more at home at Pure Bar, like teaching and seeing the same clients every single day and really being a part of their fitness journey and helping them. Um, achieve their goals through movement and just coaching. And I also at the time was managing that Pure Bar studio. And I was like 27 at the time and I still wasn't, you know, making a lot of money and saw my friends kind of starting to fall into these jobs that were really bringing them, you know, financial security, um, vacations, they were able to live their life. And at this point in my life, I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, like, is this what life looks for me? Looks like for me, you know, I'm teetering back and forth between teaching fitness and going to these dance auditions that don't really feel good. And I just wasn't really happy. And I just kind of realized like, I need to start taking steps to finding myself and to really living my life with purpose. Cause at that point in time, I was just so confused and not feeling fulfilled at all. Um, so that I remember I was in the office at Pure Bar just being like, I, I thought I was going to be a dancer my entire life, which was a hard reality to come to terms with that that probably wasn't my path anymore and making the choice to kind of drop it all. At that point, I left Pure Bar, I left dance, and I started applying for jobs in the corporate world because I thought that that's what I would need to do in order to find happiness or a path. Um, I did that. I, like I mentioned, working, worked in corporate fashion for a hot minute. It was like eight months doing styling, trending, um, visual merchandising for a big corporate company and was not happy doing that. I'm like, I'm a mover and a groover. And here I am sitting at a desk and doing mindless stuff all day. Like this is not bringing me anything. Mm -hmm. And that is when I ultimately, um, chose the path of going fitness full time. Because when I went into that corporate setting, not only was I not happy again, I was in this, I, I was really, I, it gave me a big confidence boost getting that job. Cause as I mentioned to you, I thought I would never ever leave dance. Mm -hmm. And so when you're leaving a creative type job, a passion driven job, and you're going into something else, when all I ever thought 
I would be doing is dance. I'm like, do I even have the skill set to take a corporate route? Do I, you know what I mean? It was really hard for me. Um, but it gave me that confidence boost when I got that position. And then eight months later, I'm sitting here being like, oh, I'm ready to reroute again because this is not serving me. And it was taking a step back and, and really realizing that like in order for my heart to be happy, for myself to feel fulfilled, I had to then get uncomfortable go full-time fitness, leave that corporate job behind, even though it was short-lived and just say F it and go for it. So that was kind of that path. I was just going to say, you have never been afraid to like try something new, which I think most people are. They're like, I don't know, like I have security now, but like taking that leap is like the hardest thing, but like the sacrifice is worth it. So yeah, for sure. And I think, and a lot of people are always saying to me, like, how do I leave this job to go for this and to do this? And I mean, I certainly don't want to tell people to go in there and just quit their jobs. You know, it needs to be slightly strategic in the way that you do it. But I think that if there's passion and purpose behind it, and you really, really know, like deep down in your heart and your intuition, if that something doesn't feel good and there's something else out there that you know you will get fulfillment from to just like lead with that. And I know it's so scary. And I think that that's always been why I've been able to switch from thing to thing because deep down in my heart and soul, I've always known if it's time to change, if it's time to go for something else, I never stay stagnant. I'm always just like pushing myself to take it to the next thing, level, whatever it is. When so. did you start? So how long have you been doing this now? Like full time? Um, let's see. I've been doing this. I'm going in on my fourth year. So, um, I left that corporate job three years ago and it was kind of around, yeah, going into fall is when I really took off and started teaching, um, full time. So I'm going on my fourth year. (laughs) No, that's awesome. Was there a period of like, you felt like there wasn't stability and like you were a little scared? Oh, for sure. For the first three, I mean, the last three years. (laughs) No, I mean, I would say this last year has definitely been the year where I'm like, wow, like I get, I get chills just because sometimes it's weird to say, but sometimes I'm like, damn, I'm like pretty proud of myself because the first two years were hard AF. Like Mm -hmm. I was teaching, taking on about 20 plus group fitness classes a week. Um, and this is for Equinox. I went back to Pure Bar, Aloe Yoga, um, and where else was I? Health House, uh, which I took on in the last year. But um, really just all over town teaching at different Equinox clubs. And then within that, um, really trying, I started, I got inspired to create sweat sessions. So that was the Aubrey Winters method in the first two years. And then last year I switched it over to sweat sessions. So I would say in those first two years, you know, I'm just grinding my booty off running around town, um, at zero energy. Um, really again, not seeing the return in finances and, um, not feeling super supported financially, just kind of like meeting ends meet and doing what I could. Um, but I love teaching so much. I just knew that there was no other way. And I think once I created sweat sessions, it just, um, it really clicked for me. I'm like, all of your hard work is going to pay off. And I feel like I would just kind of tell myself that every single morning when I'd wake up and be running at zero energy, doing the same thing I did the day before. It was really like, 
the motivation that got me out of bed is like, there are people out there who you're going to get to move with today and they need your services and all of your hard work is going to pay off. And so I just kept running with that. And last year, as I mentioned, was really the year that I saw everything kind of come into my life. And um, it was really, it was crazy because I was going through a six year long breakup last year. And um, the second that that ended is when my career took off. And it's really wild how that happens, but that's truly um, how it was. And I just found that steam and I just went for it. And uh, yeah, last year was the year. So do you feel like when you like broke up with your boyfriend that you you kind of were falling in love with yourself again? Yeah. You know, it was one of those things where I was just, I was for a long time in the relationship, I was so work driven. And like I mentioned, you know, teaching so many classes and really putting everything I had energy wise into my work. And with that, you know, sometimes you lose things and my, I got broken up with, um, because of it. And, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, I knew that it wasn't right. I knew that I wanted to continue grinding and really focus on my career. And I just couldn't have both. Mm -hmm. And so when that left my life, I, it it was good in a sense, but obviously, you know, there's so much that goes with that after six years, you're like heartbroken. But at the same time, I just kind of saw everything as like, wow, I have a clean slate and I can do whatever I want to do right now. And this is my time and my opportunity. And yes, I can sit and be sad, but I also need to use that sadness as motivation to get my ass up every single day and connect with people and build this career for myself because right now this is all that I have. Um, and that's just kind of what I did. And I just took that and ran with it. <laughs> I'm like a firm believer because we talk about a lot of relationships on this podcast, but I always yeah. say that I think that when it's the right person, it just is going to work. And I feel like you need someone that's kind of on the same wavelength that you are where like they get it and there's no pressure on either of you to they just someone who really understands you. So I think you can, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I think for many, many months in that relationship, I knew that it wasn't right. And I, after six years, you're just kind of like, okay, well, six years, I mean, that's a long time. Right. Um, but, and, and sometimes it's hard to kind of walk away from that. But I think that when um, it ended, I just started to see things really clearly. And I was like, it shouldn't be this hard. You know, it should not be this struggle. It should be something that feels really cohesive and easy in a sense, and, um, just supportive. And, um, when it ended, I just, I got that from my friends and I, I just kind of, I was like, wow, this is all I need right now. I've got love and support for my friends and my family. And, I can go off and do my thing now. So yeah. And I tell people too, that like being alone, like there's so much power in that. It's like being able to like see things from like a totally different perspective. I think like your thoughts late at night, I'm sure we're now more focused on like, how am I growing my business as opposed Mm -hmm. to like, oh my God, like what's going on with my relationship. So I think it really allows you to like focus on you. 100 100 so it was it was definitely a blessing in disguise and um you know it's just one of those things where i i couldn't have both and i really this this career it's like it's insane because nothing in my life has made as much sense as like what i'm doing right now and um i just feel really really lucky to be able to wake up every day and like be doing what i love you know like 
I just am like, oh my gosh, like all the confusion I felt for so long, all of the doubts that I had, even on, you know, the doubts that I'd had about myself being able to do this work. Um, it just, it, it's paid off and continues to pay off. And I'm just so, I feel so lucky. No, I'm getting chills hearing your story. (laughs) And I feel like now you're in a position after all those years of like taking on 20 plus classes, I feel like, can I say you're in a position now to be a little pickier about what you want to do? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, um, and I'm sure we'll, we'll continue to kind of let this conversation evolve, but, um, you know, I've been burnt out for a really long time after New York. When I went to New York, my intention was to move there. I thought I would go for the month. Um, you know, I built these amazing connections at the studios out there. Group fitness is so big in New York. It's amazing. The energy is way different than it is in LA. Yes, it is. And, um, (laughs) yeah, it's crazy. Um, but I really thought that I would be moving out there and building sweat sessions and being in a new city and all the things I was like, this is it. And, um, I went there, I got really, really sick, like really, really, really sick. And, um, just, you know, was kind of like, by myself most of the month, which was cool when I look back on it. But at the time it was just a really hard, it was a hard month for me emotionally. And I came back to LA and I was like, okay, I know now for sure that I, New York is not somewhere that I want to move visit for sure. Cause when you visit the magic is there. I think if I were to live there, I would lose the magic a little bit. You can tell me more about that. But, um, I, I was, I've been in this weird place where I know I've been burnt out on teaching in a sense. And I've been wanting to kind of explore like, what is that next thing? as I mentioned to you, it's not that I'm like, you know, it's not that I'm like never satisfied. It's just like, I do something for a while and then I'm like, all right, on to the next, on to the next, you know, like let's up level, let's continue to evolve. And so the last few months, the first few months of this year have been really, really interesting. I've kind of been teetering between like, I know I'm, I'm kind of ready to wrap up with the group fitness. Is that, does that mean building my online platform, growing my Instagram a little bit more, kind of getting more into that side of virtual teaching? Or is it like maybe opening a studio and focusing more on like the community in that area and really like building something out like that? Um, now, you know, it's interesting to answer your question. Yeah. I feel like with everything that's happening, um, in the world and in life, this has been my silver lining is going more virtual. And so, um, after, you know, running around town for so many years, teaching a thousand classes and now really seeing the payoff of being able to connect with people virtually and teach, it definitely makes me realize that once life semi does kind of normal out a little bit, whatever that new normal look like, I can definitely be pickier with where I choose to teach. And, um, hopefully, hopefully it's all my own, you know, hopefully it's all just me creating events and traveling and doing the online virtual stuff and maybe a studio here or there. But I definitely know that going back to teaching as many classes a week as I was, is just not an option. It's just not going to happen. For sure. And that's totally understandable. And I think that, you know, as you begin to grow in your career, I think the answer to like where you are meant to end up is just going to become more clear to you. Um, And we evolve as people too. I think you might want something tomorrow and then a year from now you want something completely different. So sure. it's totally yeah. change your mind. What I will yeah. say about New York is that, so I'm, I'm a native New Yorker, been here my whole life, but yeah. um, I grew up in Long Island and then I moved to the city about five years ago. But my first year was one of the loneliest years of my life. It definitely is a city that it really, you got to be independent <laughs> for sure. So that makes sense. But once you do, I definitely think you find your people like in any city. So I'm sure yeah. like if I moved out to LA, my first year would also be probably really hard because I don't know anyone, but then I yeah. Yeah, but um, it's funny. So 
what what was your biggest difference New York versus LA? Like what are some things that like you like or don't like from both cities? Yeah, I mean, well, okay, New York is just like the energy is so insane. Like, and I I don't I don't know if I necessarily pride myself on having a lot of energy. Sometimes I'm like, what do I do with all this energy? Yeah. <laughs> um, but when I am in New York, I am just like buzzing, you know, because I feel it. I feed off of everyone else's energy, the fast paced lifestyle, um, the full fitness classes, just all of it. You know, you really, really feel it there. Here, it's way more chill. You know, I, I, I'm such a city girl. I love, you know, cool popping off neighborhoods and restaurants and people and all of that stuff. Um, you feel that in New York here, it's a little bit different. And I think the fitness scene here is really different. You know, I, I love teaching here so much. I love my communities and all my different studios, but the energy just doesn't pull as much here. You know, I feel like I have to work a little harder to get people really excited, really motivated. Whereas in New York, people would show up for class and it was just there. You could feel it. And I'm just like, wow, like this crew is ready. They're good to go. Like it almost made my job a little bit easier in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the landscapes are obviously so different. I love the city, but also like being around the palm trees and like the ocean and beautiful flowers that come out spring, summer, you're like, Oh my God, this is heaven. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, in terms of lifestyle, like when I was in New York, I was just, and to your point being alone, like it was really hard that month, but there are moments now that I look back and I'm like, that was really cool. Like I was going to restaurants by myself, like three, four, five times a week, like getting wine, sitting at the bar, starting conversations with random people. Like that was freaking awesome. Bringing my book out to a restaurant and reading like alone. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, taking walks around central park and just all over the place. So fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I've been in LA for nine years and having the community element here, is just something that I didn't have in New York. And by the time I left, I kind of felt like I had it in ways and I still get, I'm able to connect with people who took my classes there. But, um, obviously being out here, it's just like, I feel that, that sense of community more than, more than New York for sure. But it comes with time, of course. So I get that yeah. that's your home. You've been there for almost 10 years. Yeah. But based yeah. on what I know about you so far, you sound like a New Yorker at heart to me. Every, <laughs> every New Yorker girl is just like ambitious and like is so focused on like their career and just doesn't. Yeah. yeah so I think I love that. Um, well, you know, it's, I'm a little bummed too. Cause I was thinking, I'm like, there's no reason why now moving forward, I can't at least like go to New York for a month at a time or a couple of yeah. weeks. Like considering I was able to do it in November, I was really looking forward to coming out there this summer, or, like had like a little thing plan. I'm like, I want to teach in the Hamptons. I want to do this, like all the things. And now, you know, we'll push that back, but it's still going to happen. And I am still like, I'm, I'm in love with New York. Don't oh yeah. Me. You have to come out once. It's freaking amazing. Yeah. yeah. If not this summer, then definitely soon because working out in, in the Hamptons and Montauk in the summer, like at Surf Lodge, there's hosting events and gurneys and all that. It's, it's the best. Yeah. yeah. Um, so kind of going to sweat sessions, what is that exactly for those that don't know? And like, how would you describe the workout? Yeah. So when I created sweat sessions, it was just one class and that was a dance cardio sculpt class. Um, I kind of, so to back to back up just a little bit, I knew I wanted to have my own concept when I went fitness full time. Um, and at that time too, I was really missing dance. Like I, after I quit, you know, doing the professional dance route, um, I really didn't take class or do anything with dance for years. I, I don't know what it was. It wasn't that I resented it. I think I just knowing the industry out here, I was kind of like, 
I don't want to go back to Millennium or Edge or W. I don't want to do that scene anymore. Um, but dance has been a part of me since I was three years old. Like I'm a mover and a groover. I'm literally hashtag never not moving. It is <laughs> truly like your life person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, I really was like, you know what? It'd be really cool for me to incorporate dance into this workout somehow. Um, does it have to be really, you know, choreographed? No, it could be follow along, high energy, athletic dance cardio with sculpting, toning, all of that stuff. So Sweat Sessions to Start was a dance cardio sculpt class. Um, and then as I started to teach it and kind of evolve in other um, techniques and styles as a group fitness instructor, I kind of created different classes within sweat sessions. So, and that's, I've really been able to, um, you know, play with this with the virtual classes. So, you know, it's all sweat sessions, but then I can do bar classes. I can do cardio sculpt classes, and then I do my dance cardio sculpt. So now we've got three classes under the sweat sessions umbrella, um, which is really cool and it's fun and it's playful and you know, it's all, it's whatever I want it to be really. So it's going to continue to evolve, which is cool. So do you find your classes on like, where would I go to find those classes? Um, well right now just Instagram because, okay. yeah. um, yeah, that's kind of been my way of just getting these classes out to people, but I'm launching my website and hopefully I know it's like every week I'm like another week, another two weeks. It's just like, there's so many moving parts right now. Um, yeah. but I'm really, really, really hoping that it's like by the end of May at this point, you are preaching to <laughs> website. the website. Yeah. I have <laughs> I've been working on for like almost a year now and I just feel yeah. like it's never ready. So yeah. Well, yeah. it's just so funny because at the beginning of all of this, when I first got to Chicago, um, I was like, I'm going to create this website on my own. I'm just going to do it on my own. And then I procrastinated with that for a few weeks while trying to maintain everything else. And I was like, Aubrey, hire someone, do it, like put someone in charge of your website so you can focus on other stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of been, it's a process, but, um, everyone will be able to find virtual online subscription-based classes on my website. And then also I'm going to still continue to do a couple Instagram lives a week and then streaming classes as well. Yeah. Probably no, Zoom or something. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. how many times a week do you personally work out? So <laughs> I, I typically work out. Well, okay. Here's the interesting thing. So during like this time, I've probably every single day, five days a week. Um, it just mm -hmm. depends every single time I teach a class, I'm taking a class. Mm -hmm. So, um, which is different and what I'm not used to because normally when I'm teaching in real life group fitness, you're demoing and then you're walking around the room, you're giving hands-on corrections. You're not necessarily getting like a full workout. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I'd probably say I would work out maybe three times a week. It's not a lot. Like I do Pilates, a health house class and maybe like a bar class or, you know, something like that. But, um, now I'm doing all my own workouts and then on top of that, I'm programming and I'm filming for my website. So I feel like I'm working out like three times a day over here, five days a week. It's a yeah. lot. It's such yeah. a crushing answer to hear that like three times a week, because I think a lot of people, when they talk to fitness instructors, it's like seven days a week, or I do two times a day. And then I think it's so intimidating and not realistic for most people. So, yeah. um, do you, so it sounds like do you give your body a break when you're like, I just don't feel like moving today or. Yeah. It's yeah. hard because I could work 24 hours, seven days a week. Like literally I, I love connecting with people. I love creating content. I love working. 
Um, but more so in the last month, I've had to have a few days where I just completely turn off. And that's kind of my way of like now recharging, whether it's like, I'm just sitting around with my, I've been with my family a lot in the last couple months. Um, you know, trying hard to like not be on my phone, answering DMs all day. Again, it's just so hard, but yeah, at least one day a week where I really am just like not doing anything. And what do you like do for your, like your mental health? Like what's like an, this is me time. This is what I'm going to do. Like what are some things? Yeah. Um, I feel like, I mean, honestly, I've been in such a work mode the last couple of months. I haven't, I haven't been giving myself a lot of that, but you know, I love just like long walks. I love listening to music. I love creating new playlists when I'm in a really good routine. Like when I'm at home and taking those days or having long mornings to myself, I seriously, I will wake up. I love the calm app. Um, I love just like laying in my bed, lighting Palo Santo, like I'll journal here and there. I'm not like everyday journaling, but if I have something I want to express, I'll do that. Um, but I haven't been alone at all in the last two months. So finding that alone time and that time to just like really have to myself has been a little bit challenging and a little bit off of my normal routine. Um, but when I am alone, like I love my mornings, I love waking up slowly, maybe my coffee, just like filling up with like music and candles and all the things yeah (laughs) in my room in my bed (laughs) yeah no I love that um I'm the same way I feel like I just I like to keep it slow in the morning I read a really cool article about you online that you don't set an alarm or you have like one yeah um yeah it's pretty true so I know so in my room in LA I don't have blinds up um so I wake up pretty much every morning, um, to like the sun rising. So, um, and especially this time of year when it's like light outside at like 5 AM, 5:30 through the mm-hmm. summer, I'm really up just like without an alarm. Um, but obviously like as we get into winter, like there's a couple mornings where I used to teach a lot of early mornings and I, I'm not teaching as many early mornings anymore, obviously right now, definitely not, but there'd be a couple, like one day a week where I'd have to be up at 5:30. Um, and it'd still be dark outside. So I'd be setting my alarm for that. But yeah, most mornings, like I don't really need an alarm cause I'm just up, especially weekends too. Like I'm up at six o'clock every, every week. I can't sleep in. You're different human beings. I Are you naturally a morning person or naturally a morning person? Okay. Yeah. It's hard for me to sleep in, but I will say like lately, like especially being in Chicago, I've been able to like kind of extend that a little bit. So more mm-hmm. of like 8am I'm w- in Chicago. I was waking up teaching my first class at 11 o'clock. So this has been really good for me to recharge and catch up on sleep for sure. But again, I just have so much freaking energy, Sydney. It's like, I just wake up and I'm like, let's go, you know, it's like, it's just in me. No, for I, I need yeah. more of that. Where, <laughs> where does that like discipline come from? Is that just like natural or do you feel like that those were habits you formed over time? Just habits I formed over time. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I've always been really like disciplined in terms of just like how I show up to things and, you know, like getting there early in terms of teaching and all that. Cause dance just like embeds so much discipline in you, um, which is, you know, why I love it so much. I'm so grateful. That was kind of the way that I, you know, the hobby that I had and growing up and whatnot, but, um, yeah, just with the teaching stuff, it's just like, I think when you're showing up for other people too, it's like, you gotta be on, you gotta be ready. You gotta show up early, be ready to connect with people. So, um, yeah, over time for sure. And before we go into the next topic, I have to squeeze this question in your skin is flawless. And I feel like I'm sure part, and like, you're like, she, she come back for those listening. She comes on the podcast and she's like, Oh, like I'm just sweaty and gross right now. And I'm like, okay, I'm wearing full on makeup and hair right now. So I can't relate. (laughs) 
Um, no, but what are like some of your favorite skincare products or things that like you're trying right now? Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to back up just a little bit and say, thank you so much for saying that. Um, normally my skin is not glowy or shiny or clear. I actually have been like having like adult acne breakouts so much over the last two years, like cystic pimples all over my cheeks, my chin, um, forehead, not as much. That was more like teenage years, but, um, oh my gosh, it's been bad. So I think now wearing like a little less makeup over the last couple of months, being able to do everything from home, I don't have to like get all done up all the time. So I've been loving, um, Tula products. I don't know if you use Tula, but they have this just like amazing, super clean face wash that I've been using every single day. And then Ole Henriksen has this dark spot toner. O M G. It's insane. Okay. I've been using that every single day. I just push, like put a little bit on my hands, toner, water, tap it on kind of like burns a little, but it feels so good at the same time. And then, um, the ordinary, have you ever tried the ordinary? I've heard so many people talk about this product recently. Yeah. Oh I, I bought I bought it one time for like, I had like an acne scar and like, I bought it for that. But I, I, someone told me the other day, like a bunch of these TikTok kids are like talking yeah. about it. So yeah. It's amazing. And it's a really good price point. Um, so I've been using that. They have like a serum that I've been, that I put on and then I top it all off with, um, there's like a really great, like Tula, um, moisturizer. Also Versed has awesome products. Versed is, um, a new line at Target, um, by, uh, who, what, where, and it's amazing. I love that you're you're recommending like the good deals. Like this is good. good. They have bomb face masks. Awesome. Um, no, I had to ask. I was. You have it? Wait, this stuff too. Laneige. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, oh. is that the is that the lip scrub? Yeah. This yes. is um well it's not a scrub, it's a sleeping mask, but I put it on my lips pretty much every single day, all day long. And it just makes them look like really luscious and shiny. Like I'm like for the first month I was in Chicago, I didn't have this with me. And I was like, Mom, will you please order me some? Like I really need it. So she ordered me some and I was like, Yay! Cause this stuff, I mean, Laneige lip sleeping mask is the best I've ever used for my Oh mama winters. I love it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um and then I guess like in relation to like skin, I guess, like what's your diet like? Cause I know that also plays rolling it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll be just totally transparent here. My diet is all over the freaking place. I I hit a wall the last like two days where I was like, I really, really want to nail down my eating, um, start eating more whole foods, like really cook more. Um, just kind of like, I think for me, and this is, you know, I just work out so much and my metabolism is just like, yeah, you're being honest. Go, go, go. So, um, I love food. I'm such a foodie. Chicago has bomb food. So I've been like ordering so much on like Postmates, Uber Eats. Like if I'm going to Chicago, what am I ordering? Um, Acheval burgers and French fries. Um, I mean, obviously I love fries so much. So also Portillo's French fries, um, pizza from Lumanot. I can never say it. Luminati, Lumelnati's, something like that. Okay. Um, but, but like pizza, <laughs> burgers, French fries, all the things. But now that I'm back in LA, I'm like, wow, like I just want to be eating so healthy. I want to be cooking meals. I want to go to Erewhon, get my vegan chocolate chip cookie, but then like eat really clean. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how being in another city, like, you know, you're just the food is everything in Chicago. Like it's just amazing. So I've been really enjoying, but yeah, my diet, I mean, during the week, I'm pretty good. Like 
I feel like weekends, I kind of indulge a little bit more and uh, I'm a cookie girl. So chocolate chip cookies, probably one day. Um, Yeah, that's my vibe. But also I've been really trying to stay hydrated and I think water is helping my skin so much. Like chugging water. Yeah, for sure. And I love that you're like, you, you really allow yourself to eat. Cause I don't think I could like not eat. I I will, I will literally binge and go crazy. So I think (laughs) like have things in moderation, but I think my biggest struggle I find is consistency because I'll have like a week where I'm like, yeah, you're killing it this week. You're eating so good. And then the next week I'm like, that was boring last week. Like I'm going to be really bad this week. So I feel like I need to find more of a rhythm where it's like a little more consistent and not. Yeah. Do you cook a lot? I'm gonna shut my window. No, cook like, a lot? I never cook. <laughs> so that's never. my problem. I need I want to find a way to start falling in love with like cooking again. And I know there's so many great influencers on IG that are like talking about like really cool, healthy meals that they're not so hard. And I guess I can yeah. ask that question. Have you been cooking? Yeah, a little bit here and there. Um I just, I'm not like the best cook. Like if I cook, it's like, I use like, I cook like right rice, which is bomb, um, with like protein and then like a couple veggies, but I always end up like burning all the veggies and then it's just like, and then like the chicken's overcooked and like, you know, all that. So I'm not the best cook, but I definitely like, I mean, I love following like food bloggers. My, one of my really good friends, um, she's, her Instagram is Brock Your Body. She puts really easy, simple, yummy recipes together. And if I ever feel inspired, like I'm, I'm going to her page um, for sure. But I just, and it's hard to, I think more so when things like before all of this life stuff shifted, you know, my schedule, like I just, I'm out all day long, every single day. And I, the last thing I want to do on a Sunday on a day off is meal prep to be honest, you know? So it's like sweet green every day for lunch and then come home and go to, not go to Erewhon, then come home. And, uh, that's pretty much it. But you know, now during this time, I've had a little more cook here and there. Yeah. I've been a little, I've been a little spoiled because I'm staying at my parents' house right now. So you're just like, we're ordering left and right. And (laughs) and they're like, we don't, we don't do this healthy shit, Sid. Like, we wouldn't say that. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, But I think if I can find ways to like be excited about something, like I had Netta Verbanova on a while ago, but like we all did an IGTV with her and we like made cauliflower pizza and then these really like healthy martinis. So for me, if I can get excited about like what I'm making, then I would be more interested in like eating healthy your meals. So, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I guess also to go into, let's talk a little bit about like health and wellness. I know we touched on it before and you said you don't have it. You feel like you don't take enough time for you. What mm-hmm. are some ways that like you really like to separate yourself from everything? Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say like in LA I have, I'm really lucky and have like some of the best the bestest friends. So, and we all, a lot of us, you know, are kind of in this realm of work as well. So, um, I feel like we, when we get together, like during the week, um, it's like to shoot or to, you know, like take classes together or whatever. But on weekends, I really love like separating our work life and the Instagram stuff that we do and like doing things together. So like rollerblading, beach days, um, trying new restaurants in the city, like all that good stuff. Um, for me, like I, I try to separate and really take you know, time away from like my phone. I love going rollerblading, like rollerblading. Yes, I see it on your IG all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't done it in a couple months, but now that I'm back in Cali, I'm like, I got to hit up the boardwalk and go, mm-hmm. um, 
back, get my blades back on and go. Um, I love that so much. Like just listening to music podcasts, mm-hmm. um, taking that time for myself. Uh, before all this, I was training for a half marathon and I'm, I've never been a big runner, but that was a really great way to like, just disconnect from work too. Like, and like not be on my phone and just kind of like run on the boardwalk, look at the ocean. You know, I think that for me, like one of the biggest ways for me to disconnect is to literally just go sit by the ocean. I know it sounds really cliche, but it's something that like, I just find really freeing. The first thing I wanted to do when I got back to LA was take a drive down PCH. I was like, I literally just need to see the ocean and like see the blue sky and like see like just the world, like, like the landscape, like it just truly makes me feel grounded. So yeah. No, and I, I asked that because I think that topic is more prevalent now than ever, like making sure you are stepping away from your devices. And I think yeah. having something that's like yours, something you don't really share with social media, something that you that's it's private to you. So for you yeah. maybe the beach or running your marathon. Um, but sure. I think that's important to have things that like no one can take that away from you. That's like you time. So yeah, no, sure. I love that. Um yeah. so also talking a little bit, I want to talk about dating just a little bit. So yeah. have you, have you tried dating like in different cities and what has that been like for you? No, not at all. <laughs> um, I, no, I was in New York and my friends were like, you need to sign up for dating apps. And I was like, absolutely not. And then I did. And then I like didn't go on one date while I was in New York the entire right. time. Um, and then, yeah, I actually, I have a boyfriend now, so I, oh, um, okay. yeah, that's been a new thing, but, um, are you guys together in quarantine? Yes. You are. Okay. Yeah. So he lives in Chicago, um, literally right down the street from my parents, which is insane. Um, but we've been dating since, I guess, beginning of January, end of December, beginning of January. So that was interesting. And I guess, yes, kind of dating in other cities, but like, you know, after, after last year and the breakup, like I, on a few dates over the summer last year and, you know, kind of tried to do that whole thing. I I'm just not a big dating app girl at all. Like I'm, I want to meet people in real life. And, um, that's just kind of like how, how I am. I get get kind of weird with, I don't know why it's like, I don't like like being on the apps and like having people like reach out like with these like corny one-liners and like, like, I'm just like to my pictures. I'm like, whatever, like not to mention we're on our phones so much anyways for work. So like to be on, our phone for another platform and like talking to people trying to like figure out dating stuff like no thank you Mm -hmm. um so yeah but I was dating or am dating um a guy who lives in Chicago and for the first two months before quarantine um we were planning just like weekend trips out to LA and then Colorado and random places and um that's you know that was nice because it's also like I get to come back and be focused on work and then also excited about um you know dating and traveling a little bit and all of those things but we've been together in Chicago for the last couple of months so this is interesting that you're dating someone so new and like this happens like what yeah. has that been like yeah i mean it's been it's been really interesting it's a good tester, I feel like do I really yeah. enjoy being with this person yeah yeah for sure I think um you know it's it's definitely not something that I was expecting at all but um I guess I would rather know now you know before I it continue to do a long distance thing and put time and energy into something or someone that maybe you know not to say it's it's great to explore things and to do things for fun and all of that but I think more than anything it's just it's allowed, you know, us to get closer and to spend more time together. And it feels, um, you know, it doesn't feel like it's just like for nothing, not, not to say that long distance is for nothing, but it's just kind of like, you know, it's interesting being thrown into being together a lot when it was long distance. And, uh, 
I don't know. It's been, it's been good. So. Is he, do you notice a difference in like wavelength? Like, is he similar to you or is he very different? Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, no he's, one's like me. He's in the other room right now. He came back to California. He's probably listening to this just being like, LOL. Um, yeah, no, pretty different. Like I, I feel like, but the thing we're different, but I feel like it's great because he kind of like sees what I do for a living and he like thinks it's funny and he likes it. He enjoys, you know, watching me like get into a groove. Like yeah, he was in that. Chicago with me, obviously I was in Chicago spending time with him with my family and there was a couple weeks where we had an airbnb and he would like see me like doing my workouts and filming my content and like doing all of that stuff and just be like <laughs> he just, he on the just opened the door in the back <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, oh my god um but no i think yeah really different in terms of like what we do career-wise and obviously different people of course but um i think it's just fun because he like gets it and he like likes it and thinks i'm funny so i like that <laughs> I love that for you. This conversation yeah. <laughs> like, so well, by the way, your energy yeah. is like so infectious. It's crazy. Um, I know you talked about it, but like, again, for the future. So the goal for you is to like build your website and then maybe explore having your own studio one day. Maybe like what other things you want to yeah. like tap into? Yeah. I mean, having my own activewear line, athleisure line would be the dream, having my own studio, community space. I guess like when I close my eyes and really think about it, like I'm traveling, I'm teaching events, I'm like hosting workshops, bringing in other people who provide so much value to my life, people like you and um, other women with businesses and stories and ways to inspire and motivate other women in the community. You know, I want to like, I want to travel and host these kinds of like tours and events and all of that. Yeah. And then I think too, like eventually, yeah, I, I mean, it'd be a dream to have my own fitness studios. Um, more so because I just want to, I want to create like a space for like a collective space for a lot of people to be able to come and work towards their dreams, whether it's through fitness or, you know, podcasting or events or, um, through fashion, you know, having my own activewear line, like all of those things, like creating content, whatever makes people feel happy and excited. I just want to create a space for people to be able to do that. So, yeah. And honestly doing things, even for me, like when I do things like this, it doesn't even feel like work to me because I, so I, I enjoy it so much. And I think that's like so important. Like, and I feel like yeah. that was like the theme of the conversation is just to like really do what you love. Um, Absolutely. yeah. What would be advice just to kind of wrap up advice you would give to people during this time? Just like any advice you want, fitness, wellness, whatever business. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I think in the beginning, because emotions are obviously different every single day, and we're all experiencing this situation so differently. Um, so I know I can really only speak to myself, but I would just say, like, take advantage of this time and really put energy into what you're passionate about. Because I know a lot, like I see a lot of things online and a lot of like little posts about like productivity and like, it's okay if you don't want to work today. It's okay if you like listen to your emotions. And while I completely agree with that, like I want people to be easy with themselves, give themselves what they need. If they need to cry, if they, if they feel moody, whatever it is. Right. Um, but I also don't want people with dreams and hopes and 
you know, aspire to be something or someone let that fall short because of the situation we're in right now. I think there's a lot of things that we can be doing at home, get creative, um, put in the work, even if you have a smaller following and feel like you have zero reach, you know, we all have to start somewhere. And I think if you can still continue to find a way to do what you're passionate about every single day, um, in small little ways, whatever that is, whatever fills you up, do it. Because once this is all over, you don't want to be spending time digging yourself out of this hole, feeling like, you know, this time you kind of just didn't do a lot with it. Um, I think there's a way to find balance here and, and giving ourselves what we need. And maybe it's disconnecting and time away or whatever it is getting closer with friends and family, but also, really, really listening to like, what is it that I want out of life right now? And what can I do to kind of stay motivated in that and put work towards that? So when things kind of shift again, back to whatever the new norm is, we're kind of ahead and we're inspired and we're ready to put our dreams and whatnot, our purpose into action and make something out of it. I just, I need to give like a clap for that. That was (laughs) awesome. So good. You, I could have not said it better, but you were <laughs> such a light. I am, you were exactly what I needed today. I feel like I was like feeling oh. out of it today. And you are, you are everything. I'm excited to see your brand oh, grow. Um, and I hope, so hopefully we'll just connect in person um, again, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got to get my booty back out to New York once everything Me is, you know. I'll show, you, I'll show you some good spots like you have yes yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> maybe well, we can like we can like go you know out and like Nolita and sit at like the wine bar but we can be together and I won't be by myself <laughs> <laughs> We're always looking for another friend I am by myself more than I should be um oh, but thanks so for coming cool. on it was such a pleasure and thanks so much yeah. you're amazing it's so good to like see your smiling face on the other side I like like having this like element for the podcast it's cool oh it's so so amazing I don't know how people are doing it to be honest without I think that because when I'm recording in person I'm I'm with the person in person yeah I can't just hear voice I need to see like facial gestures and everything Um, you're amazing thank you so much for bringing me on this is such a fun conversation yes (laughs) all right you're awesome